Hello everyone, um, I hope you are all well. Uh, this is post-editing Geo here. I just wanted to say a few things very quickly before I let the episode start. First off, I would like to apologise that it took so long for this episode to be published. There was a lot of difficulties getting it done. The original episode 2 had so many logistical issues that it just had to be stopped eventually. This was originally going to be episode 3, but it's now episode 2. Half of the footage I needed to edit for this episode was uh, corrupted, especially the streamed parts and Twitch aren't able to fix it. So it's been technical difficulties on top of personal difficulties on top of logistical difficulties and it has just massively impacted my ability to get this out and as a result as well a lot of the content for this episode has been cut so massive apologies for that um i hope you enjoy nonetheless so yeah without further ado here's the actual episode Hello everyone, and welcome to the Diversity Splatcast, which is a special Splatfest episode of the Diversity Principle, which is the podcast I recently started. Episode 2 was supposed to be out some time ago, but there were a lot of logistic problems and it never quite happened. And so this is now episode 2. This was probably going to happen anyway, but it might not have been episode 2. Um, but here we are. Uh, I've just spent the best part of the past 24 hours playing the Taste Bud Splatfest with some very good friends of mine on stream. And we've been raising money for the Trussell Trust, which is a great charity who work to make sure that everyone is fed, especially those suffering um, with poverty um, and they ultimately want to stop the need for there to be food banks in the UK. Um, if you're listening to this, the fundraiser is more than likely still open, uh, so if you wish to donate, you can find the link either in the description to this episode, wherever you're listening to it, or by going to the Diversity Principles link tree, which is linktr.ee slash diversityprinciple. I try to make it easy to remember, but I'm not always good at that. If you're watching it on YouTube, the lovely people in the chat as I'm recording this have also put up a link just there. Um, for those of you who aren't watching this, you're not missing masses, but those are the easiest places to find the links. The question for this Splatfest was what's your favourite type of flavour sensation? And the three teams were sweet, spicy and sour. Uh, I participated on part of Team Sweet because it's my favourite. I do like the other two, but Sweet is definitely my favourite. Pengu was on Team Sweet with me, as was Worm, and Jasper, and... Who else played with us? I feel like other people played with us, but... It's been a long 24 hours. It's been a lot of fun, though. Uh, we're currently waiting, I'm recording this as the Splatfest ended, we're waiting on the results to drop to see who won. Uh, I started recording this a bit late because of issues, and therefore the results might drop before I'm exactly ready, so I might wait to see them. But 
I thought it'd be nice to just discuss what happened. Pengu did do a lot of carrying, as Pengu uh, is saying in chat, for those of you who can't see, that he did a lot of carrying, and he did. Pengu plays the game and knows how it works. I do not. So, whenever you play with Pengu or up against strong opponents that are sort of in between Pengu's level and our level, and so Pengu has to do all the heavy lifting because none of us stunned a chance otherwise. Uh, so yeah, just thought we'd discuss some little things about the Splatfest while we're waiting. Um, the first thing I was thinking about talking about was if anyone had any predictions on who was going to win. I've been saying pretty much through the entire 24 hours that I think that Team Sweet definitely has the numbers advantage. One of the things you score points for. One of the things you score points for is how many people picked your team, which team was most popular. And I think Sweet will definitely be the winners of that one because as a member of Team Sweet, we spent more time fighting other members of Team Sweet than we did the other two teams. There were so many mirror matches, so I'm pretty sure we've got that one solidly tied down. But I, I, I couldn't tell you who I think would win the different competitive categories, but I'm I'm pretty confident that Team Sweet's going to run away with the victory on this one, overall. And Pengu seems to agree that Team Sweet definitely has a decent chance of winning. I believe it was earlier Pengu said that he believes that Team Sweet will win, but he thinks they will lose the tricolour turf war chunk of points. Um, which they could well do. Yep, Pengu has just reminded me that uh, Team Sweet also won the sneak peek, which is a thing that happens before the Splatfest, where the teams sort of have a, a sneak peek at the sort of weekend, and Team Sweet won the sneak peek. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident that we will take this as Team Sweet this time. I'm I'm not worried at all, honestly. Yeah. God, this uh, whole thing was a lot more professional in my head. <laughs> I think it's worth mentioning for anyone listening that uh, I have been now streaming for 24 hours and 41 minutes solid. And I have been awake for 30, nearly 37 hours. So my brain's sort of deteriorated to mush. So this part of this episode is probably going to be a little bit pants. I am going to add a bit on at the end of the episode when I've had sleep and then edit it all together. So there will be a same bit potentially at the end. Thank you, Pengu. Uh, Pengu just saying that he won't spoil the results if I have to delay them slightly. My plan is when they come through to turn the volume back up and we can watch the results together and have a bit of a reaction. Um, I think it would be quite cool. I did write down some things I wanted to uh, to talk about. So Pengu mentioned that Team Sweet won the sneak peek. Um... Which is correct. Team Sweet won the sneak peek event with Spicy. Team Spicy came in second and Sour came in third. 
Um, so that could be interesting when it when it comes out. I I meant I meant as the Splatfest was happening, I meant to write down notes about things I wanted to talk about, and I just completely forgot in the the chaos of everything. So I'm sort of actually I don't think I am gonna run over for time. I think I'll be ready when the results are ready, which is exciting. Pengu asks, who do you think is the strongest team? Like, which team performed the best in the battles, in your opinion? It was quite hard to tell, I think, because unlike my previous two Splatfests, where I've spent a lot of time playing them, this one I spent a lot more time jumping between different skill levels as different people joined and left the group. But also... I feel like I need to clarify the jumping through skill levels to people who may not be natural gamers listening to this. In games, you are often placed with people who the game feel are of a similar skill level to you. And if you have a group where one person is considered highly skilled and one person is considered not so highly skilled, it will try and find a sort of happy medium and so, depending on who's in your team, you will have different people of different skill levels to fight against. And in previous Splatfests, I've never always been on my own and at my skill level. I've often had a group, but the group hasn't changed that much. Whereas, as we've been here for 24 hours this time, I've had a lot of different groups. So, I've jumped around a lot and couldn't give you a oh pardon me and couldn't give you a consistent answer on who I would feel was the strongest like I could the previous two it also doesn't help that this splatfest there were a lot of mirror matches so I was facing off against team sweet a lot which is my own team and they were sometimes really hard to defeat and sometimes really easy to defeat which has kind of skewed how my brain processed it all. Because before it was just, oh, the the green team are really easy and the red team aren't, for example. It, that's not necessarily what I thought in any of the previous ones. But that was the sort of idea. Whereas this time, because when you're in mirror, you don't use the right team colours. There's a lot of colours in my head because we did more mirror, I think, than we did actually fighting against other teams. I would say, though, the matches I fought, I think Sour were the hardest to beat, but I think that if Sweet doesn't win, Spicy will take it. I do think Spicy will be second. I think, potentially, and I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I think that out of the different categories there are for your different contests, there are open turf war results and pro turf war results. I think Spicy will win the pro turf war points. Pengu says, personally, I feel like Team Sweet did the best in normal matches, but Team Sour did best in the tricolor. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, I would agree with that for the most part. We're only three minutes away now from, from the results being announced, if I'm remembering that correctly, which is very exciting. Kiwi says hello, everybody. 
so for those of you on YouTube, you can also see it beneath me. But um, to anyone listening on one of the podcast apps, Kiwi, oh, another good friend of mine alongside Pengu, also says hi. Pengu says, God, I'm nervous the results are soon. I'm also very nervous. I really want Team Sweet to have done well. But we've been burnt before, I think is the worry. And the first Splatfest, the first proper Splatfest and the demo Splatfest, I was on the team that was doing best at halftime and best during the sneak peek, which we were doing and then lost it right at the end. And last time that didn't happen, last time we just did best all the way through, which was great. But I am worried that we might just lose it at the end again. Pengu says, I have a friend who I've been trying to convince to be on Team Sweet for like a month, and he finally chose Sweet. And if we lose this Splatfest, he will be pissed. But I have a good feeling we'll win. I'm, I have not been this confident in my own team winning in any of the other Splatfests, and that includes Water, which I was on, where we won every category. It was so dominant, and I still feel like I'm more confident about this than I was about Water for the last Splatfest. So, fingers crossed. What I'm going to do, it's not long now, so I'm going to turn the game sounds on while we await the announcement. The wind going through the square. Oh, really? Pengu says, I was extremely confident Team Fire was going to win and I got proved otherwise. So maybe this is a case of that. Less than a minute to go. And we'll know. All doubts shall be cast aside. Here we go, everyone. Time to see who won. I will read out what the Splatcast says, the Anarchy Splatcast says, for people listening. Listen up, it's going down, says Shiver. Wrapping the Splatlands, wrapping the Splatlands, we are deep cut. Here we go. I'm not going to read their names every time. Ulipsync, is it Ulipsync? I want to say lip sync, but my brain tells me it's cinch, but it's not. Ulipsync, we dripping. Aye, 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 shiver bright, shiver bright, I can't speak. I told you I was sleep deprived. Aye, 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 shiver fry and big man. Breaking news, hot off the press. Hmm, what's got you all flustered? It's the Splatfest results. Get hype. Don't need to tell me twice. Yeah, here we go. The news won't update for Pengu, oh no. Don't worry, Pengu, I believe you'll get it. All right, here we go. First up, Splatfest, First up, Splatfest sneak peek results. The team with the most conch shells was Team Sweet. Wow, they crushed it and they earned eight points. Next up, which team got the most votes? Get on the bandwagon for... Come on, sweet. Team Sweet got 56.84% of the votes. Spicy came in second with 27.75% and in third was Sour with 15.41%. 
What's next? Tell me! Time for a clout check. Open pro and tricolor clout results incoming. All at once, hold up. I need a moment to cool off before all this excitement. Oh my god! Okay, so in the open category, in third place with 31.58% was bitter, not bitter, sorry, sour. In second place with 32.85% was spicy. And in first place with 35.57% and earning 12 points is Team Sweet. Then for Pro, in third place with 31.96% was Sweet. In second place with 33.93% was spicy, and in first place and earning 12 points with 34.11% was sour. And then in tricolor battle, in third place with 32.39% was sour, in second place with 33.72% was sweet, and in first place with 33.89% was spicy. It was so close! in the tricolor ones, meaning spicy takes away 15 points for that. And last but not least, the final results. The overall Splatfest win goes to... Team Sweet! Team Sweet wins it with 30 points. Second place with 15 was Team Spicy. And in third place with 12 points was Team Sour. We did it, guys. Let's fucking go indeed, Pengu. Whew. 24 hours not wasted. At least not in the results for the, <laughs> for the game. <laughs> Team Sweet wins. I can't believe it. People really went for the safety of sweets over over savage spices. And sour, don't forget the uh, subtle and sublime sensation of sour. Too late forgetting, congrats to everyone on Team Sweet. How sweet it is. I simply can't believe that Team Spicy didn't burn hot enough. I'm not sour about it, but if I were, that would be good, because sour is good. It's just sweets are so nice. Who would have known Team Sweet had it in them? Maybe the both of us, maybe the both of us, maybe the both of us just bit off more than we could chew, spicy or sour. Speaking of, to celebrate, we should go to the all-you-can-eat sweet buffet now. The what? She's been talking about it non-stop. Apparently, it's a buffet, but for candy. That's exactly right. It's almost like I invented it in a dream. But don't worry, they have something for everyone, even curry and pickled plums. If I see a single jelly bean floating in my curry, in my curry. Let's see the current battle stages. There we go. So we're back to normal Splatoon. So. At the end of a weekend of Splatfest shenanigans and the dumbass that I am staying up for the whole final 24 hours to play 
pretty much every second of that 24 hours, apart from when I took breaks to eat and go to the bathroom and that sort of thing, Team Sweet comes out victorious. Come on, guys. We freaking did it. And it's been a load of fun. So there are some other bits I want to say for this episode, but having realised how difficult it has been to say these bits for this episode and knowing already that future me editing this episode is already sighing in anguish at how much work there is to do with what I've provided here. I will save the rest of it until I'm a bit more coherent. Uh, But from sleep-deprived me, who has just done... We've just ticked over to 24 hours and 57 minutes of live streaming. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of the stream, who's donated, who's followed, who's subscribed, who's raided me, who's chatted to me while I've done it, who's lurked, who's just been there. Thank you so much. Could not have done it without you. And it's been awesome. Here's to the next insane fucking 24-hour live stream. (laughs) Pengu made it to Sweet Ruler plus 13, which is very impressive. It's a ranking system. I only made it to Sweet Ruler 5. Um... Oh, Pengu says thank you, Gio. Thank you, Pengu. It's been amazing. Pengu also says, and I think this is a very apt line to wrap up on, there is a moth in my fucking room. It's so annoying. What wise words. Good night, and for everyone watching this uploaded and edited, I'll see you in much better shape in a couple of seconds. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Diversity Splatcast. Uh, We are a couple of days after the end of the Splatfest. I am somewhat recovered from my 36-hour stint of being awake and my 26-hour live stream. And so I'm hopefully a little bit more with it. Only a little bit, though, of course. So in this part of the podcast, I wanted to um, properly talk about the Splatfest with um, a bit of a clearer mind, as well as then finish off by talking about a couple of other things. I would also like to apologise right now that my cough has been quite bad today, so my voice is potentially a bit all over the place, so I'm sorry about that. Also, if you were watching this on YouTube, the video has now once again disappeared. I apologise for that. I am dog-sitting at the time of recording, and at the place I am dog-sitting, there is no way for me to set up a camera. So we're back to to voice-only, I'm afraid. But you're not missing much. So I thought I'd start with the story as to why I was doing a 24-hour stream over the Splatfest anyway. Um, I, in my infinite wisdom, decided when the first Splatfest was announced, not the preview Splatfest, not Rock, Paper, Scissors, but the first actual Splatfest in Splatoon, which was what would you take to a deserted island, with the three teams being Gear, Grub, or Fun, that I wanted to use each Splatfest to try and raise money and awareness for some sort of cause, and try and then connect that cause to the Splatfest in some way. So for the first Splatfest, I did a fundraiser for Mind Out, 
They are a mental health service run by and for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans and queer people. They are set up because they acknowledged that um, LGBT people often have a harder time of it when it comes to mental health. And that's not necessarily always represented in the media and day-to-day life. And so what they do is they work with members of the LGBTQIA plus community and those who are close to someone who is a member of the LGBTQIA plus community um, to make sure that they are also getting the help that they need. Um, As a member of the LGBTQIA plus community myself, um, it's something I'm quite passionate about. And I felt like it fit with the theme of being on a deserted island quite well, um, simply because people often describe depression like feeling a bit like you're on a deserted island and there's no one there to help. And so I thought it kind of fit. I also was on Team Fun, which I think connected well in two ways, because first off, Everyone needs a bit of fun. If you're not having enough fun, it's very easy to get upset or depressed or anxious. And secondly, because with if you add a couple of letters at the end of fun, you get team fundraiser. So um, I was quite happy about that. The second Splatfest then was water versus fire versus grass and asked the question in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, what will your partner Pokemon type be? Well, at least I think that's the question they were going for, but I think most people just went with it in a more general sense. I ended up participating for Team Water. Originally, I hoped to hold my streaming of the second Splatfest in support of a charity like Water Aid or, you know, a charity that either worked towards water and maybe the oceans or getting water to places where they don't have access to clean water or go along the environmental route. But that Splatfest fell at a really bad time for me. And so I just did not have the time to get anything set up. So it also ended up being a part of the Mind Out fundraiser. Once both of those fundraisers had come to an end, we'd managed to raise £165 for Mind Out, which I'm quite happy with. I wasn't expecting to be able to make that much. I'm very happy with how much we managed to raise. It was it was great. With those previous two Splatfests as well, I will mention that with Team Fun, by the halfway point of the Splatfest, we were strongly in the lead and then fell back to come second place to Team Gear in the second half of the Splatfest. And as Team Water, in the second Splatfest, we completely dominated. Not only did we win at half-time, and win the whole Splatfest as a whole, we were the best in every single category, and it felt great. But moving on now to the Splatfest that we've just had, I participated as Team Sweet. The category was what's your favourite taste sensation and the teams were sweet, spicy and sour. I do like sour and spicy flavours but sweet was definitely my favourite. And as you all saw slash heard moments ago we did manage to win this Splatfest. It was great fun. I think it's 
the most fun I've had during a Splatfest yet. Definitely my favourite one so far. And that might just be because I'm going to spend more time on it and play with more people and really experience it. But it was great fun. We've managed to raise as well during the time of recording £58 for the Trussell Trust, who are a charity who are trying to work to make sure that we don't need food banks anymore in the UK and help people who can't afford to eat or may be suffering due to the cost of living or be in poverty. Really great cause. And I feel like the thematic link for your favourite taste sensation and uh, charity working towards making sure everyone can eat is pretty self-explanatory. If you are listening to this and wish to support the Trussell Trust fundraiser, you can still do so. Just head to the link tiltify.com slash at geozaki slash sickly sweet and you can donate to the campaign. I will also include the link to the fundraiser in the description of this episode, so wherever you're watching it, there should be a link there. And there will be a link in the link tree for this podcast, which is linktr.ee forward slash diversity principle. That link tree should be around the podcast anyway. And those links will stay up there. The one on the link tree will stay up there for as long as the fundraiser is active. I set up some sort of stretch goals for each amount raised um, as a way to sort of offer up incentives for people to donate. We did manage to hit the first one, for which I promised I would do some sort of stream where I taste foods or do a challenge depending on which team won. So if Team Sour won, I was going to do a sour food challenge. If Team Spicy won, I was going to do a spicy food challenge. But as Team Sweet won, what I'm going to do is try and get in like a box of foreign sweets or something and maybe do like a tasting foreign sweets stream. Because I feel like that's fitting. Because with spicy and sour, they both have an extreme where most people would find them uncomfortable. I don't think there's any amount of sweet that makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't have that, oh, this is too sweet. Generally, the sweet things I dislike aren't because it's too sweet. It's because there's another flavour there that I don't like. So I thought this was a, a fun way to still make it interesting. Because if I just go and pick up a dairy milk and eat that, it's not really anything special. There are other stretch goals too, which can all be found if you follow that link. And... There's still a possibility we'll hit some more because the pub where I work is also holding a collection pot for me. So once that comes down at the pub, that will be going on as well. So we never know. This is still not the final total yet. There will be at least a little bit more um, and potentially a lot more. Who knows? One of the things we did this Splatfest was during the countdown for the beginning of the Splatfest, we did a little contest Um, For previous Splatfests, I've tried to put a quiz together, and for this one, I just didn't have enough time to make a quiz for the format of the software we use to run a quiz on stream. So instead, what we did was we created our own set of Splatoon-themed prompts for a game of Quiplash. For anyone who doesn't know what Quiplash is, it's a bit like the digital version of Cards Against Humanity, but not quite. So the game will offer you a prompt and you have to come up with an answer for the prompt, and then all of the players of the game 
vote for their favourite response to each prompt. Whichever prompt gets the most votes wins that round. For this contest, we cumulatively added up everyone's scores from every game that they participated in, and whoever had the most overall score with all of those added up at the end was going to win. So not all of these people played the same amount of matches, and every one of them did very well. But I can announce the scores from our seven players. In seven place, we had Blue Cerberus with a score of 3,150 points. In sixth place, we had Pengu with 3,270 points. In fifth place, we had Sleepy Ghost with 10,600 points. In fourth place, we had Demo with 15,410 points. In third place, and taking bronze, we had Chaos with 17,350 points. In second place, we had Worm with 18,590 points. But in first place, and winning the contest, we have Undead, who won with 25,030 points. So I will be getting in touch with Undead, because as the winner, Undead has won a Splatoon-themed reward, either an amiibo card or a pendant plushie, depending on which they would prefer. There may be more contests to follow. Some of them were put in as potential stretch goals, um, but as of yet, that is the only one. Something I wanted to talk about while discussing this Splatfest is actually nothing to do with Splatoon. It's to do with something else I'm a part of. I also just want to put out there, because I know a few members in my community will appreciate this, that following the results of the Taste Bud Turf War Splatfest, I currently own 69 sea snails, so do with that what you will. So yeah, overall, thank you very much to everyone who has participated in this fundraiser and this Splatfest with me in some way. It's been great. I really... My my hope is that I can do more 24-hour streams over Splatfests. My original plan was to do a 24-hour stream for every Splatfest, but it's unlikely to be able to happen. Not only is there a lot going on at the moment in general, but... Splatfests always happen over weekends. They start midnight as the day changes from Friday to Saturday, and they end midnight as Sunday changes to Monday. And the two days I am required to work most typically are Saturday and Sunday, because there are only, I believe it's two members of staff at work who can do weekends, and so those shifts are split between us and we just essentially do a half day each. So my longest shifts and hardest shifts for me to get cover for are weekends. I was just very lucky that this one lined up nicely for me to be able to do it. So hopefully there'll be more 24 hour streams, but I imagine for the most part, they'll be like I did the previous two Splatfests where I'm just streaming every moment I'm not at work, but we'll see. I will do my best. I also like the idea of recording a diversity Splatcast episode of this podcast after every Splatfest. And I like the idea of keeping the sort of process vaguely similar to this one, in that I like the idea of recording an episode just as the Splatfest ends whilst waiting for results. 
and then have the results read out on the podcast. Although I'm going to try and find a way to make it tidier because it was so messily done. But we'll see. The idea being that if I've done a 24-hour stream, the first part of these Splatcast episodes will be me just horrendously sleep-deprived and not knowing at all what I'm going on about. And that then, once I've had some sleep, I come back and record an episode normally, not quite as sleep-deprived, but still not really knowing what I'm going on about. So, hopefully there'll be more of these. Um, That is what I would like to do. I wasn't as prepared as I thought I was going to be, I was expecting to have taken a lot more notes during the stream and have a lot more to talk about, but I think because there was other things that happened during the stream that sort of took my attention, and it's the first time I've attempted it, I didn't note-take as well or as frequently as I would have liked to, so that's something to improve for next time for sure. Um, There were some fun moments I have not mentioned yet, so I'll just list those off Um, sort of fairly quickly only because looking back at it there isn't much to discuss whereas at the time I thought oh that would be great on the podcast right now I'm looking at it and going what am I supposed to do with this information like there was a point where I was walking around and in Splatoon you can write little posts which will then be seen by other players as they wander around the lobby area not the lobby In Splatoon, you can write these sort of social media style posts, which can then be seen by other players as they wander around Incopolis Square. And there was one this Splatfest that caught my eye. It just had appeared in my square. There's graffiti on the wall. And it just simply stated, Welcome to the Shadow Realm. So I enjoyed that, but wasn't sure it was something I could necessarily talk about in great detail. I also originally intended to discuss a Mario Kart event that happened part way through, but I don't think I can do it justice. But what I will say is that about five hours before the end of the Splatfest, I was called up to do some Mario Karting with my team. Aftermath, there are a bunch of legends, you should 100% check them out. You can find them on Twitter, their tag, name, whatever it's called on Twitter, is at AftermathMK8D. And the Mario Kart session in question was just two hours of a Mario Kart team losing the plot. It was quite beautiful. Uh, There may be content made to try and share the experience at some point, but in the meantime, it's all still on the VOD on my Twitch channel. If you look at the 24-hour Splatfest stream, and go to, I believe, 17 hours and 40 minutes. You should be on track for the beginning of the the Mario Kart. It's around there anyway. It was quite the experience. So yeah, I think that's everything I had to talk about for this episode. So I'm aware that this episode will probably be quite substantially shorter than the last one. Um, and that mostly comes down to me betting on myself while sleep-deprived to come up with more ideas of things to talk about, and sleep deprived me massively failing that brief. Um, but hopefully the next Black Cast will be better, and I truly hope that you all have a wonderful 2023. And I will see you, or no, I won't see you, you won't see me, I will speak to you in the next episode. Hopefully in about a fortnight. But we'll see. (laughs) Until then, 
Hi, it's me, post-edit Geo once again. I hope you enjoyed the absolute mess that was that episode. I just wanted to very quickly say, before signing off completely, that the next Splatfest is happening, hopefully, the night of this going out live. So, the weekend from Friday the 10th until Monday the 13th is the next Splatfest. The three teams are White Chocolate, Dark Chocolate, or Milk Chocolate. It's a chocolate Splatfest off. And as it's still a food theme, and it took me so long to finally decide on the Trestle Trust, I will be fundraising for the Trestle Trust once again and streaming all throughout the weekend. So you are more than welcome to come and join the streams at twitch.tv forward slash geozaki or follow the links I mentioned earlier to donate if you feel like you've got anything you can spare. And hopefully the next episode will not be as delayed as this one was. As a sort of sorry, I thought I would add at the end of this episode just a few of the outtakes from when I was recording the proper part of the episode. I did not include all of them because it would have been longer than the episode, because the bit that I recorded once I'd had some sleep was just as messy as the bit I recorded at the end of the 24-hour live stream. So here's just a little, little bit, because I know some people like outtakes, and so yeah, enjoy, and See you, hopefully, a lot sooner than this gap has been. As they wander around in Coppolis Sweat. As they wander around in Coppolis... As they wander around... <clears throat> no, that to me, clearly sounding deliberate. As they wander around in Coppolis... As they wander around in Coppolis... In Coppolis? Inkopolis. Jesus Christ. Which can be seen by other players as they wander around in Coppolis Sweat. Fuck my life. In Splatoon, you can write these sort of almost social media style posts, which can then be seen by other players as they wander around in Coppolis. Oh, for God's sake. Incopolis. Ink fucking Opolis. In Splatoon, you can write these sort of social media style posts, which can then be seen by other players as they wander around in Coppolis Square. That's as close as I'm getting. This is going to be a nightmare to edit. And I think that about wraps up the Splatoon past. I think that about wraps up... For fuck's sake, I can't speak today. And I think that about wraps up the Splatoon 